Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is episode 756. And today we're going to dive into the shadow of Jinky 51, which is agitation. And um, we have all of everybody's got that thing. You know, this is why um, when we're talking about jinkies, we definitely have to go beyond the hologenetic profile. Hologenetic profile is very important to get started, <laughs> to have a really solid map of how to navigate through your reality. Not because astrology is real, but because you choose to put your attention there. And because you choose to put your attention on what something that you believe to be a very specific thing, you find it. Because you're now you're digging for something very specific. I'm talking about life's work, you know, evolution sphere, radiance, all of that stuff. You're literally, when you understand all of these uh, circles, these spheres within the uh, hologenetic profile, what it means, you are looking into that within your life, whether that's... The jinky because of astrology or because not or because the planets, it doesn't matter. Because the moment you put your attention, you're using your superpower. The superpower that we have all been bestowed with by God, which is our free will to position our attention on anything. When we do that, we are literally putting an order into the universe. Like, uh, like we're in a restaurant and we have made a decision, what are we going to get? Your attention is putting the order, and it's 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 um, there is nothing that can hold that back. And but here's the thing: when we're talking about going beyond the hologenetic profile, let's say you don't have Jinky four fifty one in your hologenetic profile, but the truth is that we all have all of these attitudes, these sixty four attitudes in the in the uh, in the shadow and sixty four gifts, which they are all love. But when you seeing them separate as each one of these gifts and understand them as the transformation of this very specific misunderstanding of reality into this understanding of reality, right? Now we are becoming, remembering our power, our true power. Because if we cannot put our attention on something, um, hold it there and know because there's doubts, there's fears, there's shocks, there's, you know, all of this gamut of, you know, shadow, um, misunderstanding, unconscious attention. That's probably the best way to put it. Unconscious attention. That's stopping us from truly, really living, living life, living the reason, the purpose we're here is to live life. I mean, it couldn't be more simple than that. Why are you here? Why are you alive? To live. What is the purpose of my life? To live. You have the ability to position your attention at will, wherever you want it. And we get stuck because we are incredibly powerful beings. We suddenly put our attention on something really nasty and then now we're stuck there. It's like, um, you know. Don't think about elephants. <laughs> now you're thinking about elephants because you say, no, 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 don't do that. And now you're doing it. You know, there's certain tricks uh, uh, we, as, as you evolve through your life. You'll see, you know, oh, you cannot really focus on something that you don't want to be focusing on because you're going to be focusing on that. When we're looking 
at Jinky 51 in the shadow of this Jinky agitation. We are, um, we are feeling the underlying current of not knowing. And not knowing is at the very core is the fear of death. That we haven't accepted the fact that the body is going to die. Yes, there is a way for the body to ascend, to, to be turned into light, and you know, to take it all the way to um, you know, the multiverse. But pursuing of that goal, it is um, it's only done by fools. It is not the pursuing of the goal that delivers that, like pursuing of, of anything. Masters don't think about immortality. That is a consequence. It's like the cities, right? When we're talking about these divine gifts, right? By the time you get it, you don't need it. <laughs> By the time you get it, it's like, you know, whatever. You know, I'm already, I'm already fulfilled. I already know my purpose. I am already living my life. Because I'm living my life now, my attention is on living instead of dying. And so it's possible you cannot um, take your body with you, right? We talked about all of this in Jinky 22. Um, and we're going to keep talking more about it in Jinky 55. But that is not the point here. The point is accept the fact that death is part of life, Right? When you accept that, then you're free. It's like back in the day, the true warriors that went to war and lived were those that wanted to die. But by wanting to die, not in a way of like, um, maybe I'm putting it wrong because it's kind of complicated to understand it like that. Um, it's more like they, were, they had accepted that, that they were going to die in that battle. And so they were no longer afraid of death and they could actually do their job. They could actually, you know, be present in the battle because they were not thinking about dying. They were thinking about how are they going to swing that sword and chop ahead. And most of these, they were actually with the ones that actually survived the battles because that is the main thing, the main core of our agitation, and, and, and that's it represents in our life is everywhere. You can see it sometimes, um, you know, at some point when you get to a point where you have the ability to pause, like truly, like take a deep breath and just position your attention where you want it. The monkey mind, the personality is no longer commanding you. It's no longer freaking out. It's no longer agitated. Dumping you here and here and here and taking you here and here and here so that you worry about this and this and that. We're going through our lives every day being with this underlying agitation underneath us. And, uh, you know, Richard Rudd talks about this. Um, he's right about this. You know, there's two ways to deal with this agitation. The observer, you just observe. And that's really observing yourself, observing that this is, this is who we are, the observer. And that's meditation, right? Just let it pass through. 
It's all, it doesn't matter. It's not you. You're observing the personality. Yada, 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 yada. At some point, it's going to shut up. Because it realizes that it's not getting what it wants. So it's just going to, it kind of gets tired and it kind of just naps. <laughs> but then the way we're working with this particular 51 Jinky is uh, creativity. I actually had this experience myself. I don't have this Jinky in my hologenetic profile, but I absolutely have it. Like every other jinky, that's why we're going through all of them, so that we can understand all of the aspects of reality. And I wanted to kill myself at 2014 because I was so depressed, so upset that there was nothing that I could do about all the shit that I knew about the world that was going on, and I I I hated. The prospect of living in a shit world like the one, you know, that the shadow has manifested in this reality. And uh, I was, I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't able to understand shifting parallel universes at that time. Uh, so when you understand that, then everything changes because now you're not in one world, you live in the multiverse. That's a completely different set of skills. But I, um, but what I did was, um, I kind of like sicked for an exit, and my exit was painting. I, I started painting, and and the painting was I was looking for, for the abstract, because my my mind, my personality could, you know, bamboozle me into giving me all the fucking philosophy until the end of the fucking universe. And still, I wasn't really fulfilled. There was no exit. I, I could talk about, you know, like this happens to a lot of people. They get like, they can't know, ev they know everything. Oh, I know everything. And then they feel like shit. How, how is that possible? It happens. This is a dark night of soul, right? And uh, so I, I contemplated like, okay, well, you know, death is not the exit. I'm not going to kill myself. Right. Um, it was more of a kind of like um, being so arrogant, so arrogant, maybe arrogance the word. So, um, you know, like, OK, life is just like a spoiled kid. Life is not working like I wanted. My mind is not working. I'm not going where I want to go. Nothing's the way I want it. I'm going to kill myself. You know, like like kid is like, oh, well, I'm going to destroy the little castle of sand. That is the personality, and it's inside of us, and it's a spoiled little kid um, that is afraid of dying. Because, you know, I'm saying, okay, I wanted to kill myself, but I didn't. It was just the anger that was kind of like coming out of that. But, so what I did is transform that agitation, right? Because I couldn't find an exit to my fears, to my realizing all the shit that was going on in the world. That You know, all my imp impotence kind of like feeling like, and moreover, like feeling... This deep um, sense of um, inadequacy, right? Like I, I couldn't do anything with my life to change anything. And it's all of this is head trips, head trips, head trips, head trips, because what at the very core is I'm putting the attention there. Wherever you put the attention, you put the manifestation. The manifestation may you know, eventually becomes physical. But it's first metaphysical and spiritual, emotional, right? You are having the consequence of your attention. You are feeling it in the body. 
You're putting your attention and you're not good enough. You're not going to be good enough. You're going to feel like shit. So the initiative that I took was to paint, but I didn't want to paint anything because I wanted the unknown. I wanted more life. And so I started painting abstract, uh, contemporary, what's called, right? And I did find my exit in creativity because I realized I could download the abstract. And now, and that is kind of like, that was what I ended up painting was portals, was these windows into the multiverse. And that's how I created my own healing by by discovering the multiverse in consciousness because it's all awareness right it's all consciousness oh there is possibility what is the ultimate possibility what do you need i need joy in my life i need to feel like i'm creating something that that is really that it feels real because i felt like the whole fucking world was fake my life was fake everything was fucking fake and it's you know it's in a multiverse there's shit everywhere. This reality is fake as fuck. Not the people, not the, their interactions, although there's a lot of personality everywhere. But the systems of the world, right? The entire construct, right? And then uh, at, as, as you position your attention on something that already is, in this case, the multiverse, I was positioning my attention in, in having, having, the the abstract, right? Having that exist beyond my all fucking knowing philosophy head shit. You know, my oh, I know everything. I'm a fucking great philosopher. I can yada, 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 yada until the end of eternity. Because I've already done that and I've already been that and I know this and I know that and, blah, 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 and I'm fucking sad as fuck and alone and nobody wants to talk with me and nobody wants to hang out with me because I'm an asshole. Have you met somebody like that? Have you, have you met yourself like that? And I have met myself like that, you know. I mean, at some point you realize that we're all the children of God, you know. And, and when you get that, then life gets really simple. It's really about having fun. But no, we're so serious, so important. We are on the path of enlightenment. We are spiritual people. Ooh. Very spiritual people. I am very, very spiritual. I'm going to save the world. Oh, Messiah, Messiah, Messiah. <laughs> and and that's how we head trip. That's how we're head tripping. So we're going to be diving into this shadow of agitation today. What the fuck is this uh, constant agitation we have here. We cannot sit for a second. We know everything. We know nothing. We're afraid. We're not afraid. Oh, I'm not afraid, not afraid, not afraid. Yes, we are. And when we accept the fact that we're freaking out, then you realize that it isn't you. It's the fucking personality. The personality is afraid because he hasn't accept death. And not from a place of, I'm going to kill myself, but from the fact that, you know, the body's going to die, motherfucker. It's coming. It's coming. You know, yes, there's a possibility you can ascend in this, you know, literally not just consciousness ascension, but, you know, biophysical ascension. But this, the pursuing of that possibility yields the opposite. This is after Cidic experience. So we're talking, when we talk about cities, we're talking about... You don't need this shit anymore. You're at a point where like, you know, when it happens, you're like, okay, well, there it is. 
It's not like you were looking for it because you did your work. Now you are fulfilled. You are living. You cannot truly live until you accept life as it is. And when I mean by accepting, I'm not saying, oh, accept death. I'm saying you're no longer afraid of death. And so we're going to be diving into, and eventually we're going to get into the gift here, how that goes to the next step of like using your creativity to open that portal, right? But before we dive into that, if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're talking about here, you want to go to Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, there's five links on that black menu. The center one says Jinkies. Click on that one. That will take you to episode 256. Listen to that episode. That'll get you started with what we're doing here. And on that page, there's everything you need to get started with this amazing work we're doing here. This is a tool. It's a trick. This whole fucking 64 Jinkies contemplation thing. It's a trick to keep your attention on asking questions that are specifically relevant to our DNA. And so that we can unravel our misunderstandings of reality that have turned into unconscious awareness. In the unconscious, make that conscious so that we can become present in the present and then have all of our energy and power in the present. The present is the entrance and it is the kingdom of heaven. You want to go home? Home is here. But the only ones who are not home are us. Home has always been here. And what I mean by home, I I I mean life. The true living of life, truly being present when it's happening right now. Instead of pointing fingers and saying, why is life the way it is? I got this experience. I don't understand why. Everything is counterbalances. You cannot go out in life and hurting people and expecting that it's not going to come back to you. It's either in this lifetime or in the next life. You've done shit in another lifetime. It's going to come back. There is a way of attuning to all of that stuff right now because we have enough energy to clear their karma. You don't need to experience all the nastiness we've done in past lifetimes anymore. And we talk about that often here. But um, on that page, episode 256, there's a link that says click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. When you click on that link, that will take you to the Gene Keys website where you can download your free personalized hologenetic profile. This is the map we're using to get started into our study of um, the 64 building blocks of reality. When we understand how consciousness weaves and builds the, the buildings of reality, everything in this reality that you see, every system, every corporation, every uh, school of thought, every uh, tradition, culture, every um, um, country or every people or every race or every everything uh, it, it originates from building blocks of consciousness. That eventually ends up end up becoming physical organizations or systems or educational or structures or belief systems. If we understand the core that builds reality, then we can build and we can we can choose our own future. And that is where it all comes down here. When you realize you do not have to suck it 
and be here and have to, you know, you see the whole boat is sinking. It's like, my God, it's going down. You don't have to stay in that boat. You can just, just you know, jump out and, you know, fly. Or, you know, there might be a boat waiting for you. Or you just, you know, figure out a kind of like just float on a piece of, you know, wood until you get to an island and then you build a whole other civilization there. These are all obviously... Um, you know, I'm just making fun, you know, it's just, these are just um, um, analogies, right, the meta metaphors, but what I really, what I'm really saying here is the future is built of our choices in the present. If we are not here, then we are not really, um, we are not going to the future of our choice. We are just kind of like going. Where are we going? If you don't know where you, if you're not paying attention in the wild, you're going to get beaten by a rattlesnake. You're going to fall off a cliff. I mean, that's how the fool begins the journey, right? Because there's love, there's caring, you know, you, you may survive through that one to eventually become the magician, become, you know, go all the way to the master, right? But it's, it's, this is the time where we, we are about, this is, this is our time to choose our future. So on that page, episode 256, you'll see all of the information to, you know, get going with this study. Use it for, so that you can experience fulfillment, complete fulfillment in every aspect of your life. And, um, if you want to learn more about Planet Homemaking, join.tv, Pearl Planet, Who Am I, all of that stuff, click on the About page, About tab, on join.tv and listen to Episode 1. Our goal here with this brand is to help lay out the blueprint for a real civilization. We do not have a real civilization. This whole thing we have is shit and it's an illusion and it's all fake. The only thing real here is the people, <laughs> our relationships, your creations before they get absorbed into the hierarchical matrix bullshit system that runs this world. And um, and it's collapsing. Thankfully, it is um, it has reached this end. And now uh, the more we become aware of, you know, where are we going into the future, the more we have a say in how it happens. But here's the beautiful part. We are not here to build systems or even break down the old systems, particularly that, you know, fighting and all that shit. Those are traps. We are here to become very specific frequency tones that are unique to each one of us. When we embody and vibrate, I'm talking about electromagnetism, vibrate a very specific a frequency that we are, that each one of us is unique and different, and it comes from our own unique self-expression, that is the blueprint of the future. That is, already is. Because everything that comes out of that, every step you take out in the world, every word you speak, the, the, very, breath, the very air that you exhale, it's changing the future. It is choosing the future. The more conscious you are about your choice of future and present, obviously present first, that is the, that is, that is the future. And obviously after that, you're going to obviously have a natural inner drive that, that you know, 
it, it takes you somewhere that it that it delivers you and and you naturally feel that intuition by the way that's the programming partner of jinky 51 that's jinky 57 the gift of intuition and you naturally follow that organically and now you are living a fulfilled life cuz you're listening to yourself and not yourself the personality asshole but the true observer the true essence that you are, which is that unique angle of the light of creation landing in this reality. And that's what we're doing here. Um, but let's dive into this Jinky 51, the shadow of agitation. I'm uh, going over what Richard Rudd is saying here in the Jinky's book. And then, um, and then taking it from there with my own contemplation. And then, and then, um, you know, this is my own contemplation. Ultimately, it's, it has to be your own contemplation. You take it from here to your own next layer. So the 51st shadow devotes all its energy into trying to stave off the inevitable. It lives in denial of the ultimate shock. The fact of physical death. And in denying death, it actually throttles life. This is the agitation. The agitation, if you sit for a second, you're going to feel it inside because you see death, you feel, you know, death is coming to get you. It's coming to get us all. And you haven't accepted the fact that you are an immortal, that the body is just a stage, it's just a day in the life of God or a blink of an eye. You haven't accept death. Because here's the beautiful part. Let's say all of this fucking thing is bullshit. We die and that's the fucking end. Then if you die and that's the fucking end, then why is there to worry about? Then now you're dead. There's nothing more. We're wrong. There's no parallel universes. There's no lifetimes. There's nothing. You're dead now. You're dead now. <laughs> Who gives a fuck now? Your life is here now. When you're dead, you're dead. I mean, how how much thought do we give to the dead? They're dead, and if they were very famous, they we might be thinking about it for a couple months, and then now we keep going. Eventually, the world doesn't give a fuck. They're dead now. They're gone. And you, whatever, if you died, you're dead. I personally know that's not the end, but... But if it was, it doesn't matter. Because if it's the end, then it's the end. And that's it. Big fucking deal. Why be so agitated about it coming? Because we're afraid of it. And I'm not saying you should not. What I'm saying is we're trying to, to push it into the recesses of the unconscious. We're trying to pretend that it's not there, it's not there, it's not happening. I'm not afraid of that. I'm ultimately wah, wah, wah. You tell this to people and you say, dude, you know, or whoever you're saying, you know, we're all fucking here. We all feel insecure. We all feel like we're not good enough. And they say, and I'm not. I feel great. <laughs> yeah. Whenever you hear that shit, you're hearing the personality. Because that is the essence of what we are here right now. The moment we see it, then we realize that's not what we are. But as long as we don't see it, then it owns us. Everything that we are not aware of has power over us. 
And this is why we want to make this conscious, this fear of death needs to be on your fucking face. It's coming, motherfucker. It's on its way. It's going to take you down, whether you like it or not, either tomorrow or in 20 or 50 years. But it is coming. You are going to die. And the moment you accept that, then you're no longer afraid. You fuck, it's coming. I'm going to war because right now I'm alive. Will you live that battle if you're not afraid of death? Yes, you will. Because you, you want to die. But you're not going to die because <laughs> the universe doesn't give you what you want. It gives you what you choose to observe. Where is your attention? And this is the kind of unconscious attention I'm talking about. You say, oh, I'm not afraid of death. But in the fucking unconscious, you are. I'm afraid of dying. It's coming. And so it's unconscious leak of attention, leak of power, leak of energy. We are creating because our attention is that. If at some point we get to the point we break through that fear by facing it, by accepting it, then at that point you may have a path to immortality. And it's not like we are not immortal. We are immortal beings forever and ever that will have a transient life through this little body, right? And we're going to come back next lifetime or whatever, right? But... But ultimately, we're talking about taking the body, right? By the time, the, the, you know, as a master of reality, as, as a full-blown master, you get to that. None of these things, is, it, it's left. That, you know, you have become death itself. You know, and now it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, you are life and death simultaneously. The full-blown consciousness. And ultimately... Yes, that's the destiny of humanity, but um, we're still away from that one. So, um, given that the 51st Jinki is also responsible for the human competitiveness, we see humans fight only for themselves and their own benefit without any sense of higher purpose. Because of fear. Mine, 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 mine. Mine, 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 mine. I gotta be, 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 because I'm not, because I'm not, because I'm not. I'm gonna prove you that I'm better than you. <laughs> right? So the competitiveness of the 51st shadow is, a, is about needing to be first, not in order to better ourselves, but to feel superior to others because we feel we're inferior. It's as simple as that. As simple as that. We don't feel we're not. We don't feel we're good enough. And that's what I keep saying. That is the sacred wound at the core of we seeing that angle. We are very specific of one of our 64 potential entry points into the sacred wound. You see it on your hologenetic profile, right? And if you don't like it, choose another one. They're all the same. You know? But what I'm saying is that is incredibly valuable. That contemplation. How do we enter this? I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy of love of the sacred wound. Right? How do we penetrate that? And become conscious of our own insecurity. That is the key. That is the path. Every path of from the shadow to the gift is becoming conscious of this very thing through 64 entry different points. 
So the human competitiveness can be a very ugly thing at the shadow frequency because it can so easily brush aside others in its relentless push towards the top. And I've been talking in the last few episodes about this, you know, having all the energy on the third seal, really stepping off on everybody to get what you want, which is, you know, fulfill this insecurity. And you see it clearly and, and people are unconscious about it. They just keep going every day, trying to, f to you know, find solace for that in internal feeling of not being good enough. We are all dealing with this stuff. At that point, when you realize we're all dealing with this stuff, you realize we are not, you are no fucking special. Because you hear it all the time. Oh, my life. I'm a very special person. I've suffered a lot. Fuck you and your mama, bitch. You want to be special because you want to be the fucking victim. Guess what? We're all in the same boat. There are no special people here. We're all having the same fucking experience. But if you are special, you are the only one who's suffering, then you can be a fucking victim. And then you are you don't have to take responsibility for your own healing. Because you're the victim. It has been done to you. You are special. But when we realize that there's no fucking special motherfucker here, we're all in the same soup. We're all dealing with the same feeling of insecurity. It's actually something very, um, you find a lot of relief on that. You realize, wow, I mean, we're all dealing with a, it's also, it's also, it's a kind of like a brotherhood at that point, you know. At that point you realize, my God, look at us. We're pretty amazing beings. Living in this reality, coming here blindfolded, you know, just like swinging into the darkness, not understanding what the fuck is happening. And here we are, because we're epic, glorious, divine beings, we can do that. And then you realize your divinity. Everybody's divinity. There are no fucking victims here. There are no lesser beings here. There's no, you know, old souls and young souls. All of that is masturbation from fucking people that keep wanting, trying to find a higher place. Even within the, I'm enlightened, you know, I'm the spiritual one. Uh-uh. We're all beautiful, epic, glorious beings. Every single one of us. And we all have this shitty fucked up personality that think that knows everything. And it's particularly, singularly special for being fucked up. It's my, my journey. My journey's been so, so hard. You should, you should feel compassion for me. And that is the beautiful part, right? To feel compassion for everyone and everything. Not the singular specific saying you are above others in your suffering. Because that's what the personality wants. He wants to be the one that's above. My suffering is more suffering than your suffering. <laughs> but that's a waste of time and that's a trap. You see, because in that place you cannot find your own healing. You're stuck in a loop of just head tripping. Somebody's going to come try to give you a hand and you say, Oh, I've already been there. You don't know what you're talking about. I know everything. I am sufferers. I am the sufferer. And you just... It takes over. This is the agitation, right? Underneath. I'm trying to, you know, vocalize that asshole that lives inside of us. Putting it out there. What is it constantly saying? You are not good enough. 
and it's bullshit. So, um, so we're constantly competing to each other to prove who's good enough, right? Um, so in this sense, superiority is a feeble attempt to um, pacify the inevitable, right? Le death is coming. We want to pacify that that internal knowledge. We fucking we know it's coming. But if I'm better than you. <laughs> <laughs> then I, I, you know, then at least I'm worthy or some head trip. But we don't, we, I'm, we're trying, our work here is to make, you know, conscious all of the gibberish that kind of runs the engines underneath our choices and behaviors, right? So the 55th, 51st jinky as a genetic archetype. Wait, so all those who have risen to the top of the hierarchy through history are eventually humbled by death. And this is what happens. There's a, there's a, a really cool um, story. I don't know the entire story because it's a beautiful story, but just kind of the gist that I remember is somebody dies, right? The great conqueror of, you know, many, many lands, right? And the motherfucker actually, you know, decides that when he's going to die, everybody, all of his fucking army and his entourage and his 20... 200 wives and all his children and all of his servants, they all have to die too so that they can come and serve him on the, on the after. Like, he kills them all. I mean, this is, this is the kind of fucking head trips we're talking about here. These motherfuckers have existed throughout history. It's been us, you know. <laughs> Probably, maybe it was me, you know, or you in another past life who did this shit, right? We've been, we've done all this crap. I am so fucking important. And everybody's gonna die to come with me into the into the afterlife. Anyway, so this motherfucker dies, right? <laughs> and takes everybody with him. You know, whatever you want to call it, a thousand, a million people, whatever, this whole army. And so the motherfucker comes with everybody, you know, into, you know, the next, the heaven, whatever you want to call it, to the gates of the the other side. And then there's the you know the the guy in charge of the of the of the door right, and says to this guy, "I am the king of the emperor of the whatever, blah, 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 and I have come here to the afterlife and to claim that I am the greatest of the greatest of the greatest blah, blah, with honors." And so the guy is like just writing on a piece of paper down here and say, "Oh, oh, oh okay," and then he looks at him and said. Open the door for me and my all my entourage, my kingdom and my warriors to get in. And he said, oh, okay, okay. You know what? Um, You know, before you bring everybody else, maybe you, I want to show you something. Just you. Come in for a second and, um, and I'm going to show you something before you bring everybody in. And he says, "I am, I am the emperor of whatever. I am going to write my name in the in my the, in the mountain of the heavens or whatever, at the top of the top, because I am the greatest of the greatest." And say, "Okay, okay, okay, okay." So you know, he says, "Come, come, I'll show you this." So he comes in, and um, this is the place where the greatest of the greatest of the greatest have you know supposed to lead, you know to be in the afterlife, right? Because this was the greatest of the greatest. And he comes in and there's a mountain as big and, and as far as the eye can see. It gets lost in the horizon. It just keeps going and upwards and to the expansive in all directions. 
And when they get close to the mountain, he starts seeing names written on the fucking mountain. An infinite number of fucking names. This is the mountain where the greatest of the greatest of the greatest emperors with honors have come at the afterlife. And they just keep coming. So it's like we have this head trip that we are we are so fucking special in our suffering or in our greatness. And all of these are head trips of the personality because we can't accept the fact that at the very core of our essence, we feel like we are not good enough and we are not worthy of love. So we have to prove that we are. But if you, don't, if you realize that that's what's going on underneath everything, then you don't have to prove shit. And now you can actually live your life and enjoy whatever it is that you want to enjoy without having to play this game, right? So the 51st Jinky is a genetic archetype. It is unique because it represents a portal. And this is very interesting with my own experience when I actually ended up painting portals. Where this portal leads depends entirely upon the frequency that um, that we program into our bio-machine. So we are the one who's programming the frequency by our choice of attention. We are choosing the destination of our journey. Um, so there is a terrific amount of energy within the agitated state of the 51st shadow. Without a sense of inner purpose or direction, this becomes an incredibly dangerous jinky. Agitation leave, never leaves us alone, but continually prompts us to do something in order to get some kind of reaction. We are like, ah, we're going to be poking something, right? It will do anything to release its restless electrical, electromagnetic energy, right? And this can lead to all kinds of reckless and foolish acts done simply for the sake of releasing the agitation. And this is where we have a lot of conflict happening. Teenage Teenagers, they do a lot of stupid things because they need to release this agitation. And grown-ups, it gets even nastier because now you start, you know, you create militias and you you become a, you know, people become fucking murderers or or you know idiots i mean it's like it, it, this is it's happening it's out there you know gangs or whatever right um so the 50 um 51st shadow can drive people to do things that others would never dream of this leads to a strange phenomenon that can occur to people strongly influenced by this shadow. They can actually experience a state of fearlessness. And it's not really fearlessness. It's not really true fearlessness based on trust of, you know, God. But it occurs um, when the state of agitation becomes so strong that it wants to extinguish itself. And in doing so, it drowns out the fear within the body. And uh, that is kind of the stuff that, that you, you become these um, thrill-seekers, right? And, and you're just going to... You, there's a certain kind of... You know, you're, you're dancing on the top of, of, the, of the blade. And it's, uh, it's very dangerous. And this is how people kill themselves. End up, you know, and it, it happened to me, you know. 
um, because they, they at some point they're breaking their agitation is so much that it needs to explode somehow. Um, so, so it occurs when the state of agitation becomes so strong that it wants to extinguish itself, and in doing so, it drowns out the fear within the body. So it's drowning the, uh, you know, the actual signal of telling you this is the work right here in the unconscious motherfucker don't you know your life is not going to be fulfillment because you go and do all of these ridiculous stupid dangerous and hurtful things to others because sometimes it might not be like a physical thing but you might just become emotionally uh, aggressive or, or 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 hurting people you know because you need to create this kind of something so the 51st shadow impacts the collective through highly unusual and after, often dangerous individuals. Anyone strongly influenced by the 51st shadow is either in danger of falling into a deep state of depression or of becoming a liability into the world, in the world. These are people that are just at the edge of, of breaking and something. And tearing things out. This is how really nasty stuff happens. People that at some point, I remember seeing this meme. Oh, it was it was it was kind of funny and sad at the same time. This man, something happens with the computer. He's in the, in the office, and then he cracks, and he starts beating up the computer and the, and the uh, laptop and uh, the keyboard, and then he starts destroying all the computers of everybody. And he's just going. Ah! At some point, it broke through, you know, and you know, thankfully it was just computers. But, you know, this happens with people, particularly kids, teenagers in gangs and stuff like that. At some point, they just sometimes you've seen, I don't know if you've seen, but, you know, people it's only gang beatings and stuff like that. They're just releasing all this pent up energy, hurting or murdering people. I mean, it's war happens. A lot of that happens because of war. Very, very dark stuff. Um, many of these people may have little or no respect for life. So they either lose all hope or they act out their sense of utility in some extreme, extreme way. You see, they don't value life. And that's what I'm talking about here. We're here to live. And uh, when the personality, when the shit gets so heavy, you even give up on that because there is no hope. Why continue to live? Let's just. And it, this makes me think of this really, um, really great example: the um, the Dark Knight, right? Um, the movie, the second movie of the Batman trilogy, the the one with Kristen Bale, right? Where um, th you get to see this villain, right? The Joker. The, it's probably the best, the the best, um, you know, kind of a representation of the Joker ever made with such a deep purpose. Like, like you understand that he 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 hated everything so much that he just wanted to see everything burn. He wanted everybody to to internally find that hopelessness, that that dark, you know sense of you know complete 
absolute destruction. He wasn't interested in money. He wasn't interested in power. He wasn't interested in, in controlling anyone or anything. He just wanted to see everything burn. He's one of the most terrifying villains that ever have been really, really fleshed out really well on that on that film. You get to see something that, that cannot be controlled. And this is what we're talking about here with this shadow. Like something that really goes really wrong in the wrong end of the spectrum. It ends up becoming that. The agitation inside is so intense that the initiative of the gift, instead of creating life, it destroys it. Because he wants to implode, but it, it doesn't just want to destroy. They don't want to just kill themselves. You know, you want to see everything burn. And you see it, some of these people in the fucking deep state and, and, you know, deep within the mafia, they have experienced a level of suffering so profound that they, they are in, in retaliation mode to everything and everyone. And there's this really good uh, interview with one banker guy that, uh, uh, you know, he explains his uh, whole, you know, descent into darkness. Uh, all, all the way up to they wanted him to start raping children. And then that's what broke him and say, fuck, no, I got to get out of here. But he before that, he used economic warfare to destroy, kill millions of life in other countries because of economic policy, because he was, you know, part of this banking cartel and all of that stuff. But anyway, um. This is at the core, you know, he's talking about his, you know, his hate for the abuse that he received from his father. And, and, and you know, we need to understand that all of this is also part of the play. We choose, and we talked about this in our last episode, um, we choose the script, the script of our life, how it's going to unfold and how we're going to experience this, this script, right, of our life. In our life. And, and, and then when it comes, we have the choice to change it. Because at all moments, we have the power of free will. But it's already written. So if somebody, you come here with a parents that are shit, there's a very specific reason for that. Particularly landing in the, verse, the first three years. Um, I'm sorry, three cycles of seven years. That is, you know, you could say it's out of your control. But it isn't. It's exactly what you chose because of the experience that it was going to give you the opportunity to have a specific kind of experience. When we're talking about being divine beings, having an adventure in physicality, there is no limitation here. We want to we want to live it all. And so throughout all of our lifetimes, we get to experience all of that. We are just barely beginning to ask what is love now. Because we've had so much suffering that we're finally ready to ask that question. We're gradually graduating from the first, you know, first three seals, getting to the point where we unify polarity. We can become that proper yin and yang, right? In the fourth seal, it opens up the anahata, right? And the energy, the kundalini can go up. So, um, so these are... These people are the agents of shock in the world, deepening the mass consciousness fear that nowhere and nothing is safe. The fear that at any moment, any moment something terrible may happen is further compounded by the mass media through its constant coverage of just such events. So we're, we've been, we're growing up in an environment 
where all the fucking news are awful. Because it sells money, it makes money. You know, to keep people in a state of stress is good for business. What kind of fucking reality is that, man? I mean, this is what we've created. And ultimately, it's understandable because we like movies, right? We like stories, so we want the story to be exciting. But at some point, we need to understand the difference between fake and real. What is the real world? We do not have a real world. And that's that's what we're working here and, you know, building a new reality or more, more than building, choosing a new, a, diff, a real reality. Because it already exists simultaneously, a parallel universe, right? So it's choosing to be real, to have a real life instead of a fake, you know, head trip where you're constantly afraid because, you know, that's the that's the script. Which is, you know, ultimately has led us to that because so much push eventually you're turning the other way and saying, ah, you know what, I am not going to go where you're telling me we're going. I'm going to find my own way. Thank you very much. That's our nature, our essence. The more we're pushed somewhere, we're going to go the other way. And those who are not, they're going down into the meat grinder. So, um, so it is remarkable to see uh, how just a few individuals living out the extreme of this shadow can exert such a huge influence over the rest of the world because they're truly becoming that essence. So from a certain perspective, they are also, um, you know, agents of God. Even the darkest of our darkest, you know, you're talking about really dark people in our world. They are also part of, of our awakening. They have pushed us to that darkness. And that is some of what these Luciferian people think they are, you know, but they're morons. <laughs> you know, it's not about that anymore. We don't need those examples anymore. We are evolving into a different parallel reality. Some people are going to go there to that timeline. And they're already living there, but, you know, not us. Um, so the 51st shadow is a portal and at the shadow frequency, this portal leads us to perceive the world only through the lens of our fear. And that's ultimately it because we are unconscious. We are unaware that we are afraid of dying. That we are afraid of the world. That we are afraid. When we make that conscious... Then it's no longer it no longer rules our lives because you haven't you're looking at it I'm I'm freaking out and I keep walking and you realize that the sun is shining and the birds are singing and the flowers are blooming and yes there's shit happening here and there but because you're aware you can see it coming and get out of the way and then the car just passes and it doesn't you know run you over you suddenly see the 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 writing on the wall you know the the the, the country's getting communist get the fuck out of there. Or your state where you're living. You see what I'm saying? When you are aware, you're present, you can make decisions. And you're shifting parallel universes. But if you are not aware of your own fear, your fear owns you. And eventually you can, you can turn into a, you know, a, you're a ticking bomb. And we're going to be looking into these two um, repressive and reactive natures of this particular shadow of agitation. Uh, tomorrow, because we've reached the end of the episode today, well, we're going to dive into these two different aspects. The repressive nature is being cowardly and the reactive nature is hostile. 
So this agitation is going to come out in, obviously, in the third and the second seal. And we're going to be looking into that. So we've reached the end of the episode today. Tomorrow we're going to continue with this shadow, this repressive and reactive nature. And uh, uh, podcast is every day, Monday through Thursday. You can uh, find everything you need to know about this podcast on Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, there's the Gene Keys um, link where you can find everything you need to know to use this tool so that you can find and create and design fulfillment in your life and experience it. And uh, there's the About page you want to learn more. There's the Pioneers link also. Those are interviews, are, you know, guests that we have. And um, they share with us their journey through the darkness and how they got to the other side. It's really important because we all have different styles of sharing this information and um, sharing the information we have because of our experiences. And sometimes one kind of style will fit your, feel better for you than another. We're all talking the same thing. But uh, this is the beauty of, of truly having a family, a human family, right? That we get to share our experiences, not because it's it's going to teach anybody anything, but because we can use that so that we can build our own healing, our own journey and gives us ideas and gives us paths or contemplations or tools. And it's this is what love is, right? So all of that is there on that category. These are um, episodes that are also on video, and you can find them also on our Rumble channel, but they're also on audio too. And uh, in the support button, at uh, the bottom right corner, you will find um, all of our social media. You can sign up to our mailing list. And uh, also you can find our podcast on every podcast app out there. And if you need support with your journey of understanding, working with the Jinkies, on the support bottom right corner, you will see our, um, we have our coaching programs. You can help you with one-on-one call with understanding your hologenetic profile, the map, the tool. You might have some questions. You might need some feedback, kind of a soundboard. And if you want to dive deep into specifically designing your life in alignment with your deepest purpose, making sure that every single aspect of your life is in alignment with your deepest spiritual purpose, your family, your your children, your relationships, your, um, your health, your career, your life's purpose, uh, your hobbies, everything, and ultimate, most important, your work you're doing, whatever it is that your spiritual work you're doing. All of that in alignment, because it has to do with music, it's frequency. And when we understand that, then it, we're making a, a quantum leap in, in, in moving through realities, right? We also have a very specific coaching program for people who are stuck in the dark night of the soul, and they have had enough. And what I mean by that is they are willing to just drop it. Because the dark night of the soul, from a certain perspective, is just a deep fucking arrogance, you know, you get to know so much that, you know, uh, you, nobody can help you. Nobody can love you. You already know everything. Everybody's asshole, you know, or you're just so stuck that you're numb. But it is because we haven't surrendered. Surrender to the fact that nothing is wrong. It's all standing in the way. So we have a very, very specific coaching program for helping people who are ready to let it fucking go. And move on to the next step so that you can actually be of service and experience and give and receive that beautiful love 
that life has to offer, that you have to give and you have to receive, because you're here to receive also. If you're stuck in your dark night of soul and you're ready to move through it, uh, click on that one and learn more about it right there. There's a full video that explains how that's going on. The link is in the bottom right corner of TV, where it says support. Click on that one and find more about that. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.